welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I'm your host, Kristen Kaczynski. This show will take you on a journey of expansion, encouraging you to release the limitations of your mind and lean into the wisdom of your soul. Remembering who you are on a soul level will help you release your conditioning, expectations, limiting beliefs, fears, and worries, and evoke a life expanded by your energetic alignment. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your income and impact, or someone who knows in your heart of hearts that you're made for more, this podcast will help you awaken the power that's already inside of you, allowing you to attract an easy flow of money, clients, opportunities, and fulfillment. In each episode, you'll learn something new, expand your consciousness, and you'll walk away with a glimpse of what's truly possible for you. If you're ready to follow your soul's calling and live a more expansive life, you're in the right place. Welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. Welcome back to the Soul Expansion Podcast. I'm Kristen Kaczynski, and I am here with my amazing friend, Sarah Rose. Sarah Dan, how do you say your last name? D'Angelo? Is that right? D'Angelo, yeah. D'Angelo. Yeah, I guess I should have asked that. I feel like that always happens on podcasts. (laughs) We literally, and and just what's so funny is that the same thing happened when I had you on my podcast. And I was like, shit, I did not make sure I knew how to pronounce her last name. So clearly we haven't learned our lesson, but (laughs) this is kind of a full circle moment. Um, I was on Sarah's podcast right at the beginning when she started her show back in December of what year was that? 2020? 2020. Yeah. 2020. Which is kind of crazy to think because by the time this comes out, it's going to be 2022. Oh my gosh. Insane. (sighs) Anyway, I wanted to bring Sarah on because, um, She and I have been connected since what feels like the beginning of our businesses. And she and I have both gone through pretty dramatic transformations personally, professionally. Sarah is a business and feminine embodiment coach. She does manifestation. She does sexual empowerment. She does money mindset. She does all the wonderful things that you probably have come to know and love me for. She also does it in her own way. Um, And I wanted to bring her on today to talk about how to call in money with your sexual energy and also kind of like the role that our sexuality plays when we think about stepping into our most embodied self and being our most magnetic, irresistible self, which I know Sarah is a total expert in. So welcome, Sarah. (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited. We are going to drop so much value and activate the hell out of your audience today. I'm so excited. I love activating my audience, (laughs) or as you would say, turning them on. Turn them on, baby. So clearly this episode is not for children. Not that any children would ever be listening to my explicit with a capital E podcast, but um, we are going to be talking about all the things. So um, if you do typically let your children listen, tell them to go away with love. Put put your AirPods (laughs) in, girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, Sarah, I definitely want to just kind of give the audience some background on your own personal transformation. So tell us a little bit about where you started from in business, the radical transformation you went through and what you're doing now. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I started my business. Well, didn't even really start it, but I quit my very well paying, supportive, quote unquote, safe corporate job in June of 2019. And I didn't really have much of a plan, but I just knew, I just knew there was something more meaningful and impactful and more aligned for me out there. So I kind of quit on the whim in search of freedom and alignment. And I started really like diving deep into like the business mentorship because that's, my background. My background at my corporate job is business. It's in my blood. It's what I know best. It's, it just has always come natural to me. Um, and so I started being a business mentor, not really knowing about the coaching industry. And then, um, I just dove right in and it was a struggle. I went like six months without having any sort of income. I had to get, two minimum wage jobs just to pay my bills. <laughs> wow. Um yeah, it was it was crazy and it it took me it was a lot to go through. Uh you know, you I lost a huge piece of my identity and then here I am trying to like enter into the world of like online social media and digital marketing and I'm like I have no idea what the fuck I'm actually doing here. Um and at first I was really like deep into the mindset work and mindset work is incredible. Um, but it can only get you so far. And, um, somehow by divine timing, the world of feminine embodiment was introduced Mm -hmm. to me. And this is where like the biggest transformation took place in my business, because I went from just doing like the, the masculine strategies and the marketing and understanding all that. And then like the mindset reprogramming, which is amazing, but there was still so much that I had yet to fully embody. Like I knew all of the things, but I wasn't embodied in it. And there was so much like wounding and trauma and, um, ancestral just things that I had to work through that I didn't really give myself self the space or opportunity to even understand. And once I really dove into that work, I realized that as a woman, like we have so much to offer this world and we have so much to heal in order to offer that. So mm-hmm. I dove deep into healing and embodiment and calming my nervous system and sexual liberation. And I grew my business to past six figures in my second year. And, um, I just do what I love. Like <laughs> I do what I love and I, <laughs> I do it in a way that's pleasurable and delicious. And it turns me on. And I always prioritize my turn on, like that is a core value in my business. Mm-hmm. And now it's fun. Now I'm not burnt out and like constantly hustling like I used to be. <laughs> yes. A fucking man to that. Um, or a fucking woman, I should say. Ooh, to that. Yes, a woman. <laughs> a woman. <laughs> um like so much to unpack here. So the first thing that like jumped out at me was the fact that you said that you were doing the mindset stuff to begin with, but even that was not enough to help you really start to shift and see the income come in with more ease. And something that I have found with mindset work is 
even that can be a little bit masculine, right? Or a lot masculine, right? So sometimes we think if we're we're doing mindset and healing, then we're automatically in our feminine. But sometimes you can turn the mindset and the healing work into a full-time job. And like, you can still hustle and burn yourself out healing and like try to release every limiting belief that you ever, you know, conceptualized. And then you're still not really leaning back into the ease that the feminine is in. So talk a bit more about, you know, what started to shift, like what were kind of like the micro shifts that started to happen at first? And then when did you really start to feel like you were embodied in your feminine? Yeah. Um, and I, I think, I think that's a really important thing to know is like, I always consider like the mind as the masculine. Cause that's where like logic lies and that's amazing and beautiful and sexy. And we love the masculine. Like I am not here to shame the masculine. The masculine is deeply rooted in my business. It supports my business, supports me in my business. Um, but it is like the mind is really like the masculine and the body is the feminine. And that's where I learned that like, okay, I'm doing all this mindset work and it's very like this step-by-step, like, okay, you um, become aware, you understand, you release, you disassociate, you, you know, do all the steps to reprogram your mind. Um, But then I would receive money and I wouldn't be able to hold it. Mm -hmm. Like I'd literally be like, oh my God, I just made $10,000 and that does not feel safe. Like literally that does not feel fucking safe whatsoever. and I, I really kind of realized like one of the biggest downloads that I ever had and really has changed the trajectory of my entire fucking life is realizing that how I showed up in relationship with men was the same of how I showed up in relationship with money. Codependency. Codependency. <laughs> that, that anxious attachment style, right? I'm um, like, I know what's coming. <laughs> Exactly. And like, you know, it's different for every woman. And I always say like, if you want to heal your relationship with money, heal your relationship with the masculine. Um, How do you show up in a relationship? Like, do you trust men? Do you feel safe with men? Can you receive a man? Can you surrender in the bedroom? Um, Like, do you avoid men, right? Do you avoid love in relationships? That's the avoidant attachment style. So it's different for like all women just based off of their relationship with the masculine. But for me, it was very codependent. (laughs) Same. (laughs) Yeah, very codependent. And it validated me. Mm. It validated me so much. And that was like, wow, like I cannot have men or money validate me. Like I need to become a self-validated woman. So I'd say that was probably like a macro uh, download that I had that shifted my entire life, honestly. Well, and the validation is so big because until you're aware of it, you keep chasing it. Like it's an unconscious chase. Cause you, you don't feel complete. You don't feel whole. So you're like, Ooh, let me get 10 K month. Ooh, let me get a 20 K month. Ooh, let me get a 30 K month. And you just mm-hmm. keep like reaching and reaching and reaching and searching and searching and searching. And even as it comes in, it's like, you don't really feel it. Like it exactly. doesn't land in your body. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. Landing in your body. That was one of the biggest lessons I had to learn. It was April this past year. 2021. Yeah, we're in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> and I had at the time my highest paying day. And I had that quick hit of dopamine. I was like, Oh my God, I just had this much in my bank account. Holy shit. 
And then I was like, yeah, but it's not a $30,000 a month. And that's my new goal. So I'm no longer enough and I'm no longer validated. And I'm no, not, no longer worthy. <laughs> yeah. Like that was the process. And because I've been doing this work, I acknowledged it. And I was very aware. I was like, whoa, I am really back in my lap, even having the highest paying day. It was actually a highest paying day at the time. Yeah. And so I had to really go back to doing the inner work and like ask myself, like, how can I experience embodied abundance as I call it? Like, Mm -hmm. how can I feel abundant from the inside and then have it reflect on the outside instead of like having the material things on the outside and not feeling it internally? Yeah. Cause then you stay stuck in that cycle of never having enough or -hmm. having just enough. Like you can never get to the overflow or the more than enough because on the inside, you're still thinking that you need something outside of you to make it feel enough. But the, the like mind fuck is that you have to feel enough first and then the overflow and the more than enough comes. Exactly. And like, especially for the women listening to this who are in business for themselves and like, you know, signing clients and that sort of thing. I always thought that signing clients was going to be the secret to embodied abundance and to feeling enough, but actually like embodying abundance and feeling enough is the secret to signing more clients. Mm. So (laughs) yes. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And actually I have had to have multiple come to Jesus moments with myself because of the same thing that you've described where like you, you hit the next milestone and then your body freaks out. And what I've noticed with myself in the past, and then also with my clients is we get those big highs. And then if we, if we don't do the inner work to like stabilize ourselves at that next level, then we come crashing right back down. And then we feel like we're in that roller coaster ride of our business And so one of the things that I've actually made a promise to myself at this next level of growth for me is I'm actually not going to even tell anyone that I've achieved anything until it's fully landed in my body. So like, you know, my, my next personal income goal is I want to have 50 K cash in one month. And it's a stretch for me. It's not something I've achieved before. And when I achieve it, it's going to feel huge, but I'm not going to like create the Instagram post seconds after I find out I'm really going to take a second or a couple yeah. days, probably. I'll probably take like a fucking week to like absorb Dude, it. It takes time to integrate it. it. Yeah. Receive it. Make my body feel good holding it. And then I will share it. But that was something that I was constantly kind of like, in attention with, because when you get the the dopamine hit, the unconscious instinct is, oh, let me go validate. Let me go get the validation that this has happened. But it's like, you have to validate yourself and you have to feel safe in it before you can spread the word, spread the word, spread the world, spread the information. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I I wonder if you like, you've done anything like that where you've had to like, kind of like rein in some of your past habits to be able to hold yourself at new levels of growth. Absolutely. And I mean, on such a deep level, I get it because even, even last, was it last month? Um, I had my highest paying launch and I didn't even share about it much because the day that I was celebrating my highest paying launch, I was deeply in my lack. Mm -hmm. And I remember this so, so much. I was in my bathtub and I was just like, 
what is scarcity trying to teach me right now? Like, because I think so many people are trying to get rid of scarcity, like get rid of scarcity. We don't want it. We want abundance. We want prosperity. We want wealth. But what I had this realization was that scarcity wasn't there to keep me small. Scarcity wasn't there to like ruin my life. It was there to teach me that I need to transmute this and I need to alchemize this and I need to liberate myself from the need to have more money and more wealth. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I get to have those things simply because I deserve to desire them. Right. And what you desire is destined for you, but to liberate yourself from the need of those things is even more empowering because now you're not seeking outside of you to make you feel like a whole complete sovereign being now you just are. So that day I befriended my scarcity. This is just last month, I believe. Um, I befriended my scarcity and I realized that it was just my inner child who was like really scared and didn't know like what more money was going to bring her. Because when I was a child, people with money were snobs. That's what I was taught. And now I have money. And so I had to really nurture my scarcity and let them know that like, I'm not going to be a bad person if I have this amount of money. Yeah. So I think it's a powerful practice to not like eliminate scarcity, but to nurture it because it's, you know, it's along with you on the journey. (laughs) Yeah, it's so true. And actually I had a, a similar breakthrough that you're describing a couple months ago where I have two parts of me, or we all have two parts of me, right? We have two parts of ourselves. We have the part of us that is our soul, that is truly divine, that is, you know, led from the heart, unconditional love, knows what our path is, knows what we need to do to get what we desire, divine intelligence, whatever you want to call it. We have that part of us. And then we have our egoic parts of ourselves. So the part of us that like wants the money for the validation or wants the money for this, or wants the money to you know, buy a bunch of material things. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but when that is the focus or the intention or the driving force, it makes it so much harder to manifest it. And so I had this, this integration come together a couple months ago where it was like, oh, my, my egoic part is in conflict with my soul, even though they want the same thing. And so I had to actually like integrate the fact that, okay, having more wealth actually is a soul driven purpose because that means I'm helping more people. And so it was kind of similar to you where it was like, okay, well, if I make more money, I'm going to be a snob. That was like the personality or the egoic part, but it's like, no, I can actually integrate this and see how this wealth is actually going to continue to drive me on my heart driven purpose. Mm, Yes. And I think the intention behind all of it is so important because like you said, your, your ego and your soul can have the same desire, but the reasoning behind that, like, if it, is it coming from a place of like, I want to be able to, you know, say that I made a million dollars and, you know, just drive up that, the coaching ladder, right. There's like the corporate ladder and there's also the coaching ladder, <laughs> climb up the coaching ladder or, do you want to manifest that because you have such a deeper mission behind it? And for me, the more money I make, the more lives I change, the more lives I change, the more money I make, like they are deeply aligned. So 
I always have to check in and be like, okay, like, am I creating this right now because I want to climb up the coaching ladder or because it's deeply aligned with the impact I'm meant to have in this world? Yes. And I think it's that embodiment of that, right? Because like you can know it in your head. And that was the thing. Like I knew it in my head. Oh, if I make more money, that means I'm helping more people, but it didn't land in my body yet. So I had to integrate those parts and really be able to embody that it gets to be both. It's not one or the other. Mm, yeah, absolutely. It does get to be both. Uh, and I like, I want to touch on the embodiment piece of it too, because like I, what we're saying is like in your body, right? Physically, but also energetically. Mm-hmm. And that that's, that's to me, it's like, okay, how does it feel? Like, what are the sensations in my body that I can actually experience as a, as a human? But also like, what is the energy that's surrounding me? And like, on a scientific level, right? We have this magnetic field around us that extends, I think it's like six feet beyond our heart space. And what is that attracting? Like, what are you actually embodied in? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's that beautiful transformation from literally like the inside out that changes your entire fucking life. Yeah. It's like DNA upgrades, literally. Literally. So I want to kind of talk about the practical um, a little bit. So if someone is interested in being more embodied in their feminine, first, what I want you to tell us is like, describe like a, a typical, I mean, knowing every day is different in our industry, but describe what a typical day looks like for you now versus what it used to look like. And I don't know if you want to start with the before and shift into the after, but, um, I actually created a post on this today and it's like, it's like night and fucking day. Like it's so (laughs) fucking different. Like, I think I worked like two hours today and I had like two people ask about a paid program. I had, you know, a divine download for a new offer. I was going to create a wrote a caption in like 30 seconds. Like everything was just flowing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Oh, so it's actually hilarious to think about what my days used to look like, especially like even referring back to when I was in corporate, like (laughs) my days were like coffee, cigarette for breakfast, go to work, hustle, 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 shower, go to sleep. Like that was my entire life. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But when I was operating out of like the masculine model of success in my own business, um, really what it looked like was prioritizing work over anything else. Mm. And that that's just what it looked like. Like I would wake up and I had some little like morning rituals that I still do to this day, but now it's like my priority is my pleasure and my turn on and my body. <clears throat> and I'm devoted to those things. Yes. Um, so yeah, I'd say like when I, when I first became an entrepreneur, it was like work. I worked more than I did at my corporate job. Um, constantly creating, constantly hustling, constantly selling. Like it was just always, always, always doing something. Um, and now I focus so much first on like, okay, who am I today? How am I being today? Um, and so now like I wake up, I, I take my time in my mornings, Um, I always do some form of embodiment practice. So like non-negotiables are read, journal, meditate, and embodiment. Like that's non-negotiable for me every day. And that can consist of like, you know, a rewilding practice where I'm like down on the ground and I'm like growling and like really unleashing and letting my body be, be the leader. 
Um, that can also mean like a self-pleasure practice and like staying in bed till 10 a.m. orgasming. Like <laughs> <laughs> um, that can mean a breast massage. Like there's so there's so many different practices that I that I do and they're they're always different. Like I really just tune in and like, okay, what is what is my body like craving right now? What would super turn me on? And then I do I do that. <laughs> yeah. So we're always evolving. We're always pivoting in business, right? And as I was reviewing toward the end of 2021, the direction that my business was going in, I started to realize that one of my signature programs, my signature group program, Divine Feminine Sales, which I'm sure you've heard of before if you've been a longtime listener of the podcast, wasn't living up to the the new standard of my coaching. And so it needed a rebrand, it needed a revamp because it's no longer just about shifting into your divine feminine energy in order to attract soulmate clients. It's so much bigger than that. I've really honed in on the four things that have led to my fun, flowy, prosperous business, as you heard me talk about on a previous episode. And those four keys, those four cornerstones of my coaching are awakening, healing, aligned action and intentional manifestation. These four things have endlessly served me in growing my business without, you know, being in this hustle or struggling or suffering state, but being able to attract more and more income, more and more impact while also experiencing more and more joy, more and more fulfillment more and more, you know, excitement and celebration and being able to really treat myself like royalty all throughout the process of growing my business. And that's kind of like a radical thing to say, right? Like you get to treat yourself like royalty now. You don't have to wait until you make six figures or seven figures or whatever it is. Like I always say to myself now, one of my new mottos is I serve my clients best from an overflowing cup. So I have to make sure that I'm filling myself up so much that I'm like bursting with this overflowing ability to hold space and to serve and to educate and to be there for my clients. I can't do it. I refuse to do it from a state of not enough. I am just no longer available for that. And so with Divine Feminine Sales, what we're changing is we're with these four cornerstones of awakening, healing, aligned action, and intentional manifestation, we're actually taking that under the brand name Soul Expansion. So you guys know about Soul Expansion membership. Obviously, you know about the Soul Expansion podcast. Well, Divine Feminine Sales as part of our rebrand is going to be called Soul Expansion Coaching. So we're, of course, still putting the pieces in place in the back end. But for now, if you're interested in getting more support from me, you can still head to divinefemininesales.com and you'll notice that we're, we're starting to shift the branding there and then eventually we'll have a new URL for you. But um, what Soul Expansion Coaching is, is it's it actually includes everything inside Soul Expansion Membership, which is why we're bringing it all under one brand name, but it has even more support for me, even more access and a brand new 2.0 core curriculum all about the, the four cornerstones that have led me here. So the awakening, the healing, the aligned action, and the intentional manifestation. 
So we're expanding way, way, way beyond just shifting into your divine feminine energy and the strategic components that go along with it. And we're making it this program that will serve you anywhere from zero to, you know, consistent 10K months is kind of like the the energy behind this program. But it could also serve you if you're making more than 10K, but you you feel like you're in this state of, of having to work for it, having to hustle and struggle and force your way to get to your income goal. Um, you know, this program is really designed to allow you to bring in more ease, flow and alignment into your business, no matter where you're at in terms of income. So you can find out more at divinefemininesales.com. We'll have a new URL for you, you know, in a couple months when we finish the rebrand, but um, get signed up now because we're already dripping out the content. People are already loving the changes and we would love to see you inside. Again, it's divinefemininesales.com and let's get back to the show. And how has that shifted? Like, cause like, obviously you still do things in your business. And I think a big misconception with the feminine is like, Oh, you just like lay on your meditation cushion and like bonbons appear and then you make money. And so, like <laughs> people like don't really understand like how the, how like embodying your feminine energy actually works. So tell, tell me how you see it, like rippling across your business in the masculine as well as like the, the beingness. Yeah. So the being codes you're doing. And what I mean by that is being must come first in order for the doing to actually work in your favor, because (laughs) you can be doing all the fucking things. Like what I do in my business now is not much different than what I did in my business when I was only prioritizing those things. Like I have, you know, and, and also to touch on this is like you, a feminine led business does not mean you don't have masculine structures in place. Like right. the reason why I have a feminine led business is because my systems and strategies and structures and scheduling all the S's <laughs> they're, they're in place. And so it builds this really beautiful stage that supports me to be in my flow. Um, but then to kind of reverse, reverse engineer that, my feminine side, my pleasure, my turn on, my magnetism, my radiance, that codes everything that I do in my business so that it is infused with pleasure and ease and flow and turn on instead of like, I have to do this and I should be doing that. And like, the energy is just very different from what I do, even though what I'm doing is the same. Yeah. I think of it as the difference of like, I used to, how I used to spend my days when I was very much in my wounded masculine in business, I would like wake up, you know, DM, however many people engage on Instagram, create a bunch of stories to like check the box and say, I did it, write a bunch of captions, write a bunch of emails, work on my program. If I had to create modules and like, go, 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 go. And I I would like get to like, you know, six o'clock, seven o'clock, eight o'clock at night sometimes and be exhausted and feel like I had nothing to show for it because you know, maybe I didn't make a sale that day or I was, you know, seeking that external validation at the time. Um, versus now, now to your point, I do the being first. I fill up my cup first. I meditate. I usually do like breath work or some other body focused practice, some, some other somatic practice. And I do the same thing you do. I'm like, what do we need today? Yes. It's such <laughs> then, an important question. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I do what I need. I do what I want. 
I have fun. I put zero pressure. There's no deadlines in my business. There's no pressure in my business. And the funny thing is I still get the same shit done. Like, but like in way less time, because what I do instead is I wait for the inspiration. I wait for the flow and I cultivate the environment that allows it to come through consistently instead of like forcing the flow, forcing and forcing and hustling and going. I just set myself up for success by doing the being work in the morning. And then I wait for those hits. And then it's like, boom, 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 boom. Everything I had to get done today is already done. Exactly. And I'll say too, like that forceful energy, I always say create from source, not from force. And that changed my entire life because when the energy behind what you're creating is force, it's actually repellent versus when you're creating something from source and it's truly just irresistible, like people can't get enough of it because it's literally divinely channeled. Um, Yeah, it's so good. I love it here. (laughs) (laughs) I love it here in the flow. (laughs) So um, I want to kind of talk about some of the dirty, dirty, flirty stuff. Um, So tell me about what got you started with doing more like orgasmic manifestation what were some of the practices you did in the beginning? How did it start to transform your business and your relationship with money? Just like give us all the dirty details. Let's get dirty with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was first introduced to orgasmic manifestation from my very first mentor. And it's so funny because looking back now, I immediately, like once she said the words, my, my body was just like, fuck yeah, like that's it. Like, what is this? I need to learn more. And, you know, we, her and I working together really just scratched the surface on what it actually is and like how much more to just the energy of your sexuality. And so, um, that was in, yeah, 20, early 2020. And, I realized that I had been so disconnected from my sexuality for such a long time um, that I could only orgasm through clitoral self-pleasure. And I could experience very like mild orgasms when I was um, like with penetration But I was like, there is so much more here. And I just knew it. I was like, there's so much more here. Like I am here to live for like epic sex and mind blowing fucking orgasms. Like, why not? Why not just dive into this work? And how I positioned it is like, I literally am here once, right? To have this human experience. Why am I not going to allow myself to experience the most amount of pleasure that my body is capable of experiencing? Mm. And when you are embodied in that, like, I'm sh- and I'm sure you, just because you've been with me on this entire journey, from where I first started, from where I am now, like, I am so much more myself. I am so mm. much more irresistible. I'm so much more powerful. I'm so much more authentic. And like, I can say that without feeling like I'm being conceited or egotistical. Like, I just know that because of doing this deep work around sexually liberating myself Mm. Um, because a woman in her pleasure is a woman in her power, right? Like, yeah, that's what it is. Um, 
Sorry, I know I just went all over the place, but is there anything more specific that you you want me to touch on there? (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess maybe, um, I know you've talked about doing like breast massages and orgasmic manifestation. Um, Were there any practices specifically that like kind of got you started? Because I know a lot of people are brand spanking fucking new to this work. And it's actually like, if you like go on the internet, it's actually like really fucking hard to find shit. There's not a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I remember YouTubing orgasmic manifestation. There was like one video. Yeah. (laughs) But like to your point for me, it's been so powerful and I'm not specialized in this. This is not something I'm an expert in, but it's something I've done as part of my own embodiment practice. And like I do, for example, I do a practice where I, you know, I gauge like what I'm able to hold with like a crystal wand in terms of money. And I actually like feel into my body internally and see, okay, does this feel safe to hold? Does, does 50,000 in my bank account feel safe? Okay. Does a hundred thousand in my bank account feel safe? And like your body will actually react and then you can, you know, transmute that, that tension or that holding or that pain or that fear, because it really is all fear. You can transmute that fear into pleasure and then it starts to feel good to hold more. Right. So that's Mm -hmm. like an example of a practice I do. So just wondering if there's any specific practices that you do that you found to be really helpful. Yeah, I would say to start, um, I had to do a lot of de-armoring because Mm. I had um, like our pussies are sponges for energy and they built, they build up shame and resentment and fear and guilt, um, both societally, right? Like our pussies are literally shamed by society, but also based off of who you've let enter inside of you. Like, are you absorbing Mm. their energy and your sexual experiences? Like, Um, one of my biggest ones was I ended up, and I didn't know it at the time, but I was sleeping with a man who was literally had a baby mama and like engaged to be married. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know until things were over. And all of that guilt was so stored up inside of my pussy that I, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even allow myself to feel pleasure. So I was incredibly numb. Um, but this can also be for like, you know, you can experience numbness or pain or irritation. And those things are so common for women, but they are not normal. And so I had to do a lot of de-armoring and that essentially is like releasing those, those walls of guilt and shame and resentment and all of that and forgiving it and strengthening your pelvic walls to experience more, more pleasure. Um, so that was, if anyone is currently like, I just want to like be exposed to more pleasure and I want to feel more yeah. pleasure from my pussy. I want to experience like better sex from penetration. Like you, you start with releasing what's there and a right. de-armoring practice is great. Um, and once that's there, then you can explore more with just like different types of orgasms. And um, like, for me, I focus on my, my chakras, right? Like expanding, Mm. expanding the sexual energy in each of my chakras. So that way, once I'm at my, my crown, I burst that sexual energy to my desire 
And then I'm just this open portal to receive it. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I usually like focus on bringing it up to my heart, but I love the idea of bringing it all the way up to the crown. Um, yeah. And I was just going to validate like the de-armoring process definitely takes some time. So I had to do a lot of work of just like, just like breathing with penetration. I mean, I used to not even be able to like enjoy penetration. Like it was just not Not a lot of women can. Yeah. And I mean, it's amazing. Like the numbness you were talking about, the tension, the tightness, the shame, the guilt. One of my core wounds was not believing I had a right to exist because I was created from sex and I, I was raised in the Catholic faith. And so the Catholic faith said my entire life, sex is bad, sex is bad. So I had this internalized belief that I was bad from conception, not just from birth, but from the moment of my creation. Um, so there was a lot I had to release with that, but I just found like the more I released to your point, the more I felt like myself, the more I felt like the person I had always knew I was, but felt too ashamed to be because I was told my whole life that was wrong or bad, or you shouldn't be like that. You should be a good girl. You should be proper. You should be this, you should be that. So, and that's like, that's it for most women, you know, like we are not taught to form a relationship with our pussies. We're not taught to like explore our bodies in general, you know, like we're just not taught that. And that's why so many women are disconnected from their pleasure and their turn on because they've never been taught to connect to it. And that's, that's where I come in. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's, I think it's important to recognize too, like the, your capacity to feel pleasure, to receive pleasure, to experience pleasure is so connected to your capacity to receive money. And if you Mm -hmm. want to repair the, the energy that you receive money from, you have to be able to repair the energy you receive anything, anything else pleasurable from. Right. So absolutely. For me, I was not able to receive money without working myself to death at one point in my business because I didn't believe I was even worthy of rest. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe I was even worthy of eating a meal at lunchtime. I didn't believe I was even worthy of sleeping, right? Like simple yeah. human needs. I didn't believe I was worthy of. So therefore, how could I ever get out of the hustle? And I think that's the mind trap people get stuck in. They're like, oh, when I make the money, then I get out of the hustle, right? (laughs) Right? So funny that they think that. (laughs) I used to think that too. I even this past, um, I was in Tulum a couple of months ago and I went and got a, a spa day and I was like, wait, I was supposed to start doing this regularly when I had 10K consistent months. And now like I'm past that. Why am I still not doing this? Like what the hell? Yeah. And that just sh- goes to show that like you have to choose abundance so abundance can choose you, right? Like you can't, you can't go and continue to like say, oh, once I hit this milestone, then I'm worthy of this. And once I hit this one, then I can do that. Like that's never going to happen. Like that needs to be an internal decision (laughs) to choose. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So tell me, um, before we kind of like wrap things up, I want to hear a bit more about what your relationship with money is like now. So we, we know you and I both came from like a codependent 
relationships in our love life with men. Mm -hmm. And I know you've done a lot of work with women on how their relationship with men impacts their relationship with money. So show us, peel back the curtain, show us what's on the other side after you Mm -hmm. do this work. (laughs) Yes. So I always have my students choose a personification for money. Mm. Um, my personification is this really hot, steamy, 50 shades of gray type of relationship (laughs) (laughs) where, where money is literally just craving to support me and provide Mm. for me. And I just get to kind of seduce more money into existence. So like another really powerful practice is seducing, right? Mm -hmm. Seducing the universe, seducing money, like get in front of the mirror and just like act like you're seducing money. Um, And it's, it's really just been this incredible evolution of my relationship with money from this place of like, you know, I don't trust you and you've never been there and all this, you know, whatever, like very codependent and validating um, need for money to now it's like, I'm the prize and 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 money is literally just like at my doorstep like okay like I'm ready to give you even more and I receive more so that's kind of behind the curtains (laughs) I had this so uh recently I had this like it was like, I can't remember if it was in a meditation or in a dream. Cause I I'll ask my unconscious mind, like, Hey, give me a dream about something I need to know, you know, <laughs> which you totally. can totally do. And it works. Um, so I, can't re- <laughs> I can't remember which one it was, but, um, I just had this vision of myself. Like, I don't know if I was like hanging from the sky or hanging from the clouds or the ceiling or whatever. And just like, money was like this really hot, sexy man that just like, couldn't stop eating my pussy. And just like, of course he wanted more. Of course he wanted more. And of course it tasted so good for him. So he just kept coming back for more. Right. And like, that is the vibe. You want Mm -hmm. money to be addicted to serving you. Yes. And you know, that, that energy right there is an immediate take back of your power because it's realizing again that nothing outside of you can make you all whole and complete and delicious and sexy and powerful because you already fucking are. You just yeah. have to remember that. Um, and when you do overflow, you get to tap into that where you literally just have so much money flowing in and you just get to receive it and feel worthy of it. Right. Because like Mm -hmm. you can receive it and reach, we've talked about this in the past, past, like reach limits and then you go and self-sabotage and want to get rid of it. Or like you feel guilty for receiving it, but like shamelessly and unapologetically receiving an overflow of money. Yes. Oh, so good. (laughs) So Sarah, if we want to hire you, if we want to pay you, if we want to be, you know, the conduit for the universe to be your sugar daddy, (laughs) Yes, baby. how do we be that conduit? How do we hire you? (laughs) So I am always on Instagram. That is my main platform where I like to play the most. Um, and all of my links and everything are there. Um, if you want to dip your toe in the, in the water around like healing your relationship with money and with men, then I would recommend my men and money masterclass. It's a three-day masterclass talks all about 
like healing and creating through your yoni and your womb. Talks about um, stepping into your seductress archetype so you can start seducing your desires. And then all about healing men and money, your relationship with it. So you can actually start to receive more. And that's a great place to start. But if you're ready for like the whole experience and you want your business to excel, you want to experience an overflow of orgasms and incredible lovemaking experiences in the bedroom, and you want to have that overflow of money coming in and have money craving to support you and your bank account, just like turning the fuck, turning you on like no other, instead of scaring you or instead of making you feel guilty then I would say, come play with me in The Embodied Woman. It is a six-month transformation. I've, I'm really considering it like a, a really big liberation that your ancestors have been waiting for when it comes to women and business and money and the bedroom. So yeah, come play with me there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you say, come play with me. I started saying, send me a love note in the DMs Ooh, as my call to action. <laughs> I love that. I love love notes. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Sarah. Um, and give us your IG handle before we hop off. Yes, it's at Sarah Rose underscore D. Sarah's with an H. Awesome. So at Sarah Rose underscore D. Thank you so much, Sarah. I loved having you on the podcast. And if you guys want to check Sarah out, we will add all her information to the show notes. Make sure you screenshot this and send us a love note on your IG stories. If you like this episode, tag us both. I'm at Kristen Kosinski. And until next week, I'll see you then. Thank you for honoring your soul's calling today and taking the time to listen to this episode of the Soul Expansion Podcast. If you have a question you'd like featured or have a topic idea, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Kristen Kaczynski and send me a DM with your request. Remember, you are a truly limitless being. The limits you see now are only an illusion. Whatever it is that you desire, that's already yours. It already exists in the universe here and now. You simply have to awaken to what you already have. And I hope this episode brought you a little closer to that truth. If you love this episode and would like to give from your heart and appreciation, please take a few moments to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram or write a brief review on your favorite podcast platform. Your voice truly matters and your feedback helps to spread abundant expansion to a broader audience. And what a gift that is, right? Just think about how much abundance will come back to you if you help a friend experience their own soul expansion. And with that, I just want to say thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Kristen Kaczynski and I love you.